Hello, listeners, and welcome to the eighth episode of EPSD PD Podcast. I am so excited to bring you this episode. But before we go any further, I want to mention that it is Teacher Appreciation Week this week, and I want to take a moment to thank all of our incredible teaching staff for all they do every day for all the students in this community and for each other. We have an exceptional staff of teachers at Estes Park School District, and in this episode, it's a celebration of teaching and learning. It brings me so much pleasure to share the voices of our students with an audience. In this episode, students bring what they are learning in the classroom out into the community to share with an authentic audience. All year, teachers at the elementary, middle, and high school have been implementing global outcomes into their classroom and planning problem-based learning for their students, and the Mountain Festival is the culmination of much of this learning. At the Estes Park Mountain Festival, the community gathers at the event center to celebrate the pleasures of mountain living, share solutions to problems in our community, learn about our ecosystem and our surrounding environment, and it is truly all about what it means to be part of the Estes Park Mountain community. At the festival, students are so eager to talk to me and share with me what they are learning in the classroom and what they brought with them to the festival to share. When I first walked into the festival, a bright green screen caught my eye. And there were a number of people gathered around having a good time putting on hiking backpacks, boots, holding fly fishing rods. I thought that would be a good place to start. Tell me your names and tell me about the booth that you have. Well, I'm Molly. And I'm Abby. And I think, yeah, it was my idea to do a booth, but it was everybody's idea to make it mountain-themed because we're in the mountains and it's a mountain festival. And you get to dress up during it. We have lots of props. Yeah, I see they have a fishing pole and a backpack with an owl. I think they're ready to have their picture right. taken. So tell me about the booth thing. How does that work? You get there. to add the green screen, and then you could add different photos behind it. That's cool. So you're adding mountains behind them, like the National Park. Yeah. That is really cool. Is class that you guys are in? We're in student council. Is the green screen something that you guys use in school, in your classes? Yeah, in library, we got to use it for fun. We also use it for JBNN. What's where, JBNN? Tell me about um, that. So our school, we have, I mean, our yeah, our school, we have like, a, like our own news, and we, it's called JBNN, Junior Bobcats News Network, and it's where we just tell what's for lunch, um, like clubs and weather and some activities coming up. And yeah, that's neat. And you use the green screen to change the background? Yeah, like for when we're doing the lunch, they have it as whatever's for lunch that day. And when they're talking about the weather, they have it whatever that weather is that day. How cool. Well, thanks for bringing what you're doing in the classroom out to the community to share. That's really fun. Have a good day. Bye. Nearby, I saw several high school students teaching elementary students about CPR and first aid. I headed that way. 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. All right, make sure he's breathing, make sure he's breathing. I think he saved the life. Is that hard? Is that a little? Now you want to do it again? It turns out this is the sports medicine class at the high school taught by Mrs. Fry. Students Molly and Abby told me what they're learning in this class and what they brought to the Mountain Festival to share with the community. So pretty much the class is just about learning different types of careers you can go into through exercise science and sports medicine. So today we brought some of the stuff that we learned. Yeah, we, we learned how to do CPR. Um, we learned different ways to wrap ankles, broken bones. Um, we went to a cadaver lab. We've 
traveled and gotten to experience all the different types of careers in order to motivate us or influence our future. So we're here just to kind of show off what we do as a class and just to show that it's really hands-on and to get people motivated and maybe into more of the sports side of things. Um, we brought a timeline of our class and um, with pictures of what we have done. And we also brought mannequins to teach the little kids about CPR and saving life. Mm -hmm. And we, we brought coloring and um, a skeleton to teach about the different muscles and bones. Just around the corner, there was a giant scale model of our alpine forest with some model-sized houses built into the trees. There were some students talking about the model they built, so I went over to learn more. My name is Gregory. I'm Chris. Gregory and Chris. So was this project part of a class that you're taking? Uh, I took the class last quarter. Yeah, we were third Okay. And what grade do you do? Six. Yes. And what's the size? Uh, mine is outdoor education. So tell me what you're going to do with this. What? We're going to burn it. You're yeah, going to burn at, it? At one, we're going to uh, move it outside that door and set it on fire. Really? We're going to see if this, we're going to start this out fire and first then, and then see if this will catch that one on fire. Because oh. there's a bunch of stuff around it in the fire. Oh, so this is the spot where you're going to start the fire? Yeah. Okay, why are you doing that? What are you trying to find out? What question are you are you exploring? We're trying to make sure that um, in case there's ever a wildfire in Echo Park, um, to make sure people don't lose their houses and families. Now you guys were part of a club that did a project and entered a competition, didn't you? And you won a grant. You won some grant money to help make our community more fire rise, right? Is this a an extension of that project that you guys did? Yeah, this is the model that yeah. we've done. Cool. We're really proud of the work you guys have done in the math with your project. Yeah, you want $1,000 for your project. That's really neat. Thanks for bringing this out of your classroom and community to share with others. This is really cool. From there, I meandered to the next booth over where I saw some fifth grade students shaking this big black cylinder. So I went over to check it out. About one week ago, and we separated um, fine sand uh, gravel and shell and clay. And so we put all these mixtures in here and now we're mixing them up. So, and then you they mix will it? all separate into each compartment. And then we went about, we went to we the golf course the about compost. a week ago. Yeah. And then and we these are some compost. things that they're doing about their compost and how they're reusing uh, mow clippings and grass and, clippings like, and everything you know, to make compost they, and all that. Using, they like make their own compost. Yeah. They mix up like they mix uh, up elk poop, poop um, grass, grass, and pine cones, pine needles, and they and, and then they, they reuse it, it and then they, and they put, put it, like fresh grass. They clippings. put it in these piles and then they have a thermometer in them and then it like it makes it warm so then so, when it's all warm they put it onto the grass so again. They add, added like hot water. When it gets to 160 degrees, then they put spread it all over the golf course and then it and fertilizes then, it. So yes. it stays great. Gotcha. So I thought health on the golf course was a bad thing. No, health no. Health on the golf course is actually helping to fertilize yeah. the grass. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and they have these uh, clipper things that um, where the elk has 
scraped on the grass, they have they push down on the clipper things and then it makes them smooth. So yeah, it makes them leveled kind of. Just and so here the big the and then we have the gravel. We have we have like the gravel mixed with gravel. So it's like dirt. Yeah, that's really soft. This is our softest that we have. So. That was Ava, Vanessa, and Piper from Miss Dugan and Mr. Baker's fifth grade class. They were such a pleasure to talk to. Now, let's switch gears. Literally. That sound you hear in the background? Those are robots. Right in the middle of the event center is a large arena where robots are moving around, being controlled by students in the Vex Robotics Club. Hey guys, can I steal you for an interview real quick for a podcast then maybe? Sure. sure. Okay. Vex is a worldwide community of um, robotics and there are championships and competitions all over the world. And the nationals this year was uh, held. The team was Robo Elk that went to nationals and the one that went to worlds were um, Robo Elk and Robo Cats. Very cool. And both of you guys participate in the VEX Robotics program? I do. Cool. Yep. And you do too? Um, and what, what's your name and what's your grade? My name is Carter. I'm in third grade. What's your name and grade? Uh, my name's Calum. I'm in seventh. And there are two kinds of VEX uh, products. Uh, this one here is VEX IQ. And uh, I'm doing the VEX EDR, which is basically a larger metal version of this. So if you basically combine these two stadiums together, that'll be the size of the playing field that I'm playing on. And I see all of these trophies stacked behind me. So you guys have had a really successful season of robotics. Yeah, yeah huh? one of those were actually from last year. All the rest were from this year. Participating in VEX, what has that taught you? What are some of the skills you're gaining? Um, um, teamwork. Yeah. Lots teamwork. of teamwork. For the EDR, you compete with two with two teams. How have you gained the skills in teamwork and collaboration through that? Uh, one um, we've got lots of practice. Um, at first, my team, we are just argued and argued and argued. But once we came to our last day, um, we had to, we got to practice for our robot, and then we just all got together. We collaborated. Um, we talked with each other um, about what we should do. Um, so that's how we um, are good at collaboration now and teamwork. And you, you mentioned that you have to partner with another team of people. Yes, you don't you, know. you can um, partner Is with a, another team. Um, sometimes it can be difficult working with other teams, learning their new strategies. It helps you get to know other people better. These two students taught me so much about robotics. I really enjoyed talking and learning about how to program them, to run on their own, and how they strategize with each other. I wish I could have included their whole interview here. I could hear elementary students singing in the building next door, so I started to make my way there, but something stopped me in my tracks. The words, sugar shack. Well, I had to check that out. I'm in seventh, I'm Creed Shots. I'm in eighth grade and I'm Adam Throne. I'm also in eighth grade and I'm Sam Honda. Thanks guys. So tell me about 
about what you brought to the Mountain Festival today to share with the communities? We brought a presentation showing what we've done so far in class. We've been working with an entrepreneur in Estes Park named Ed Griff. So we're, he came to us with an idea of opening a candy shop in town and he got an old building that used to be a theater to turn into a candy shop. And since it can be designated as a historical landmark, he can use a marquee with a bunch of neon lights. Oh. So Edgar came to you guys for help starting his business? Yes. yes. How cool. Why were you chosen? So we've, we've all been in STEAM many times throughout middle school this year and last year. And so Mr. Fry kind of chose us to help him out since we have the most experience making websites and other stuff that we've done in the class. So you're pretty experienced web designers and coders? Yes. So you were chosen? That's cool. Wow. So what has been your favorite part of working with Ed and helping him design his new business and um, that whole experience? Tell me about He has a lot of ideas part. that yeah. he comes to us for help. So he kind of tells us a general idea and we get to figure out what we're going to do with that and find what to get to make that happen. It's nice having our ideas actually come to life and see a result and be proud of something. Yeah, that is so cool. I mean, you're making some a web design that is relevant. I mean, I'm thinking maybe I need to hire you to make the design <laughs> for my podcast. Uh, my favorite part is probably just getting to know Ed because he's made so many businesses and he's just a great entrepreneur. So getting to know him, working with him. I didn't hear from you. What's your favorite part? Probably getting to like see, well we started it as just like thinking about everything and then actually seeing it come to like life, per se. Like getting to see the building like get remodeled and stuff. Mm -hmm. And you joined a little late. These guys introduced themselves and what grade they're in, but I didn't oh. have you introduce yourself. I'm Mia Weaver in eighth grade. Okay. Are there some skills that you've gained that you'll use in any profession that you choose? Yeah. What kind of skills? Well, the coding for the website really helps, like, there's a lot of places. And then actually, like, looking at the things we need to buy and seeing if they would actually work mm -hmm. in the building. We, we use the we design do, process. Yeah. yeah. We do some projects in school where we are, like, fake designing a business, but we never actually look to see if the stuff we need for that would actually work in there. Here we have to figure out if it would be fit in the building. So it's, it's real. It's yeah. authentic. Yes. Okay. okay, so I'm curious. When the Sugar Shack opens, are you planning to apply for a job there? Yeah. Yes, we are. I'm too young to work, but when I can work, yeah. You're going to apply for a job yes. there? Yes. Yes? Yes. Yeah. Well, I think that your resume will probably outshine some of the applicants. I'm curious. When is the Sugar Shack opening? June 1st. We hope to see you there. Yeah, we'll be there. Well, thank you. Thanks for coming out with me. How cool. One of our local business owners came to our very skilled students to help him with ideas for beginning a new business in town. How incredible that our teachers are able to provide such a real experience for students in the classroom. To be able to provide these opportunities in a district so small is super impressive.
I hit the stage just in time to hear our first graders performing a song parody they wrote about reducing waste. And they sang a few more songs about living in the mountains. Next door, the fourth grade students were having a debate about who is the most famous Coloradan. Good job, guys. You it. Can you guys tell me what, this, what the famous Coloradan project, did you participate in that? You did? So tell me what that was about. Um, it was about like the famous, like who was the most famous person. So we started out with like 65 people. And how many people did you start with? 65. And we went down, like, we made, like, uh, notes, writing, and other stuff. And then. Did you have to persuade people? Yeah. That your Coloradan is the best Coloradan? Yeah. So today, these presentations, are those the top four? Yeah. Very cool. Thanks for sharing. The formation of the Global Outcome Project that the fourth grade teachers put together was a clever way to teach persuasive writing to students. They individually started with a famous Coloradan, and then they went through a process of elimination and made a bracket tournament, a lot like March Madness, and they eliminated famous Coloradans along the way as they convinced their peers. And it seems that through progression, it became more collaborative as it went on. At the Mountain Festival, teams of students presented the final four presentations, and they were video presentations for the audience. After the presentations, the audience got to vote. Okay. If you think Enos Mills is the most important Coloradan, raise your hand. Okay, hands down. If you think Clara Brown is the most famous Coloradan. Okay, hands down. If you think William Jackson Palmer is the most famous Coloradan. How many times y'all vote? You can only vote once. If you haven't heard about the Trout in the Classroom project yet, this is a must. It is one of the coolest things our third grade teachers are doing. And did I mention they also have bees? Yes, that's right, bees and fish. I can't wait to see what they bring into the classroom next. I made my way to the busy corner of the building where many people were gathered to talk with third grade students about their Trout in the Classroom project. I'm Haiti, I'm in Mrs. Fortini's class. I'm Rosebud, I'm in Mrs. Fortini's class also. Okay. I'm Miles Weaver and I'm in I'm third grade in, and I'm in Miss Fortini's class. So tell me about what Trout in the Classroom is all about and what you brought to share with the community today. Um, we brought to share uh, with the community today Trout projects on that wall over there and our iMovie projects. What are you doing with these trout? Um, we're keeping them until they're adults. We're keeping them until they are almost, almost at the adult, adult stage. Oh. And then we'll set them free. We are doing this because we want to see what each stage looks like. But how did you get the trout? Tell me about that. Well, um, a guy named Joe raised 
the eggs to out the elven stage. And they become a fry and then a fingerling, and then they become an adult. So you guys have been learning about the trout life cycle, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. What do you keep them in? A tank. Uh, a tank. You keep them in a tank? Like that one. Oh, there's no trout in that tank. No, there is trout in that tank. There is trout? Can we move over there and take a look? Yes. Sure. Mm-hmm. So what stage is this? What am I looking at? Um, right now they are fry. No, they don't have the yolk sack. Let's they see. are common. Do they have the yolk sack? Let's look at No. No? So what does that make them? Um, fry. Fry. So you, this is full of fries. Yeah. And you said you're gonna grow them to adult stage, and then what happens? And then we feed. Where are they going? Uh, they're either going to take a fish creek. Say that again. I think they're gonna go into fish creek. They're gonna go into fish creek. Yeah. What kind of trout are they? Uh, this they is a rainbow, rainbow trout. The rainbow. Trout. So I bet all of those fishermen that fish in the canyon. They're going to be excited to know that you guys are stocking it with trout for them to catch, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah, is fishing a pretty big sport in our community? Yes. yes. Yeah, it's big, people come up here just to fish, don't they? Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is neat. Well, I really appreciate you guys taking what you're doing in the classroom and bringing it out into the community to share. And it's time to wrap things up. The festival's just about over. But wait, there's so much cheering and excitement happening next door. What's going on? The EPHS boat regatta races have just begun. This is a challenge of engineering and creativity. A giant pool has been set up in the building next door to the event center and teacher and student teams have created cardboard and duct tape boats that can carry two people. They're limited to a certain amount of cardboard and two rolls of duct tape for their creations. And now the final race between the final four boats that have made it through the first three rounds of competition is about to start. Okay, on your marks, get set, go. And it's no surprise that the teacher team of Harris and Schmidt won the races. Between the two of them, they teach AP Biology and AP Physics. So if they didn't win, I think we'd be asking some questions. But our students put up a fight and it was a close race. I think next year, the students can bump this all-star teacher team out. That wraps up the Mountain Festival for 2019, and what a great way to end it. Although this episode was focused on student learning in the classroom, I want to take a moment to thank those organizations in our community that took time out of the day to participate in our Mountain Festival and celebrate mountain living and mountain education with our Estes Park School District community. In addition, it's a celebration of Arbor Day and Earth Day, and thank you to all the volunteers that came to celebrate this with us. This was a truly rich educational experience for our students that they will remember for a lifetime. As always, thank you so much for listening and subscribing to EPSD PD Podcast. We hope to enlighten, inspire, or just spark conversation and curiosity about teaching and learning. As professionals in education, we are striving daily to make learning relevant, meaningful, and engaging, and we are forever learning and improving 